Hey everyone, welcome back to Caught Up in the Rapture. And today we're recording remotely because I'm not well, so unfortunately we can't meet at the moment. But we're making sure that we bring you our weekly instalment of what's been going on, things happening in the world with regards to sex, love and relationships. So this week we're going to be talking about cuffing season, uh, going a bit into uh, what's that guy's name, the sexy body and he looks like he's 25. Oh, Lenny Kravis. Lenny Kravis. Going to talk yep. about him. And, and that uh, last week it was actually National Contraception Day. But I think first things first, let's talk about Lenny Kravis, please, because I'm. Um, so Lenny Kravis is a man that's in his fifties and he has a washboard body. If you don't know who Lenny Kravis is, please go and look him up. Mm-hmm. he's fine he's always his dreadlocks are a bit much for me they are very thick yeah I mean but I'll just picture him without the dreads and that's enough and yeah he's just fine anyway so last week I was sent to say that Lenny was inviting people to come and talk to him. And I don't mean, oh yeah, he just wanted to do a quick like conversation. He was inviting them to call him on WhatsApp. So can I say guys, um, you never told me about this invitation. Yeah, but because, all right. So when I found out about it, it was late. So it was too late for me to even consider doing it. Cause I think it was a certain number of people he was gonna have a conversation with. If it was early enough, I would have definitely put myself in the race for it and informed others. But by the time I got the information, it was late. And I did sort of, you know. I've probably missed it. There's no point in saying to anyone else. Exactly. That if I'm gonna miss it, everyone else is gonna miss it. In the no, but I think that he could have still been reviewing numbers and stuff like that. Um, but you just killed the opportunity for everyone, including yourself. Just remember that in it. Again, it was seven hours after, okay? And I felt deep down, I felt that kind of like, you know that feeling you have where you, you of disappointment, it's like I've missed out mm-hmm. on something. And I didn't want to make that happen to somebody else because if I was seeing it at the time I was seeing it, sharing it with someone else, they're going to see it even later. I didn't want to hear from people, people like you that, oh, um, why are you sending me this thing so late sort of thing? Because that's how I felt when I saw it the time I did because I wish I was one of the first to see I wished I was following him so that's my lesson for myself follow the person that you want to talk to oh, yeah I've learned then, that I've learned yeah that. okay switch on well, those notifications switch them on yeah so this is what I'm learning I'm I'm, I'm seeing now that even the celebrities are out here you know wanting to connect with people because this whole lockdown thing is going on and on and on and on so um you know I wouldn't have minded linking up with uh Lenny to have a conversation and discuss because you know he's got a, a piercing in his penis really mm. yeah there was pictures circulating a few years back oh, that would have been a very interesting conversation for us to have <clears throat> on the internet Whichever way, he's fine. 
and I would have gladly spent a bit of time with him. I so if you're listening right now, she's got a good type. Even her is a hottie and a half. Uh, he is. He is. Yes. He really is. She knows what she's doing. Well done to her. Yeah. But yeah, that was just my little mention about Lenny and the fact that Lenny was out here saying, hey, call me. Lauren is there. About piercings down there at some point. Of course, but I need some, for me personally, that's not something that I've, I have. You know whereabouts it's meant to be? I've seen an image now. We'll find the image at some point, just not right now. So, um, moving on. The internet failed me. We're talking about um, contraception. So it was the 28th was National Contraception Day. And um, I feel something that we need to talk about is contraception and who should be in charge of contraception. But who should be in charge? Who well, this is it. Is it a joint effort or is it just... I think, um, so... Everybody should carry protection. So condoms, yes, you know, internal ones, whatever suits you. You should carry them. But I think if, when it comes to, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're thinking about, um, you know, contraception in the sense of birth control, I think that's something that you should have a conversation with your partner with and try and have an understanding some guys might just leave it to you yeah you deal with that but really truly this is something that involves both of you yeah these things fail these things can affect your hormones your personality can change when you're taking these contraceptions i mean i've been in a position where i've had to take three in three months three different contraceptions in three months because it wasn't working for me mm. and my hormones were up and down my personality everything my emotions were all over the place i'm surprised i didn't murder anyone in that time the way that my hormones were all over the place i think the doctor was playing tricks on me and was trying to see if my beard game was stronger than his beard game because the, the hormones were sending you know causing hairs to sprout up in places that they'd never sprouted up in before mm. whilst they're testing oh is this working for you so you have to go through all of that and does that work for you in your relationship and things like that I had the ring once, actually, which is an internal one. And um, mm -hmm. and my partner at the time said that they felt like it felt different because of that. But then I just, at the time, didn't want to be thinking about taking the pill. So that was like an easier option for me. And then over time, I decided, okay, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Let me go back to having the pill. So... Yeah, there is different different options. And obviously in that case, it would affect your sexual experience. Whereas... I agree, because when I was, I was using the, um, what do I call it, the coil, marina coil, and my partner at the time, he didn't like it. He hated mm -hmm. it and he was just like, oh. But then at the same time, we both didn't want to have children. We we're quite happy with the children we have so we just weren't interested in having any more children and I know that my memory is not good enough to be trusted to take the pill all the time so I didn't want to end up in that position and condoms are not always the greatest and then I also had this this also fear that the condom might split on the the marina you know you just have these little faults like 
is it going to snag on the marina and things like that because you just have these little faults you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> um so I mean it's all good but it was having that conversation with him and even the other big conversation is um going to the clinic to get tested oh my gosh what an awkward conversation that yeah. is it's not easy it isn't easy I mean how I've do you approach having a relationship like have you been to the clinic recently have you been to the clinic like it is the most awkward of things ever but I think the best thing to do is definitely have that conversation because you don't want later on down the line it to seem like something else happened and that's why it's always good to just get yourself checked regularly exactly just make sure that before you put yourself in that situation you've checked yourself well this is it and the thing is it's all good because you can go and get checked but can you trust that person to go and get checked on their own or are they going to you know falsify information and say yeah yeah this is this is the message I got back to say that I'm all good I'm all good and then all of a sudden there's an issue later on because I've heard of situations like that that I've heard of situations where people are giving like this is not even a situation where they they've lied by the beginning a situation where they're in a relationship with someone the person's cheated and they've started drugging the person so that they can take um the medication for chlamydia yeah oh oh, wow you see these this is it just so that they've not outed for having any Mm -hmm. kind of disease and the funny thing is I'm really open like I go and get tested you know when I'm as soon as I end a relationship or start in a relationship it depends you know which way around I'm always getting tested and things like that and I remember one time that I went to get tested and my son was young and my dad was staying with me at the time mm-hmm. and I think me and my partner at the time had broken up which just broken up for a period of time so I'd just gone to get it tested and the te- I got a text message through that said dear come and see us because you tested positive for gonorrhea mm. so I was like oh my god so I woke up to this message and I laid there and I was like oh my god I was thinking my world is over you know you, you just go through all these motions like when you're just laying mm-hmm. there like you've just got this message <laughs> and I'm like what the crap obviously I know what I need to do I need to go down and get the treatment and whatever deal with the situation but at that moment I just laid there and I'm just like thinking what am I going to do at this point so then um as I'm laying there looking at this message and thinking oh I'm gonna have to call that person mm. um I get this phone call and it's an unwithheld number now you know how we stay yeah when you see whether <laughs> we've held number the majority of this time we're like no nah, I'm not answering it type thing anyway mm. I did answer it and this woman was on the phone she was like hello hello this this is a, a <laughs> she's saying this is the wrong results she said I'm so sorry please disregard the message you just got that was not meant for you I'm so sorry I'm so oh my sorry she said I had I, it's so urgent I had to call you right now to let you know because the the risk that I've seen that message and turned around and battered my partner because <laughs> that you know could have committed suicide could have done anything exactly so she's like I'm, I said, oh yeah, I'm just still laying here thinking about the, the, the message I've seen. <laughs> she said, disregard it. That wasn't meant to be sent to you. I'm so sorry, it was a computer error. 
and somehow the person that was doing it must have been like new to the system (laughs) everyone that's negative is getting positive today so um this this senior member staff is now running around trying to call everyone and tell them like you know sorry (laughs) you know and um anything Anything could happen in that moment when he finds out you could be telling exactly. people that you've got, you could have forwarded the message. Oh my God, look. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I could check yourself out. Threatening someone to kill someone. He could have been laying next to me in the bed because this was an early morning message. This was an early morning message. And I could have just turned around, smacked him in the head, be dragging him through the house to murder him right there. And Charlie's calling me up to let me know, sorry, it was a mistake. Anyway, I am, um, so then being a prankster that I am, I decided to show the message to my dad. And <laughs> have you seen so that TikTok that does that? No. So it's like it's like, oh, this is a voicemail from whatever clinic. I'm just calling to let you know you tested positive for chlamydia, gonorrhea, HIV, and um <laughs> people play in front of their parents see their parents' reaction. Mm it's really really funny so I don't know I did it it's not funny obviously for some people but <laughs> so I don't know I did it and if you ever saw our mum's face it was hilarious yeah my dad was not impressed he I think he was cleaning the blinds at the time and he just stopped in his tracks and he did, and he just said well you better just head down to the clinic now you better just head there now and boil all the sheets <laughs> okay so jamaican please so jamaican <laughs> <Don't> touch me <laughs> the bleach <laughs> so yeah um but then I, I explained the whole situation to him and it was fine and it, of course you can imagine his face how he looked at me like I'm the devil's child or something. But, um, yeah, I mean, that wasn't a pleasant experience. I mean, that could, if if it wasn't me and it had been someone that was really vulnerable or, you know, didn't think before they, they act, that could have been a very serious situation. And yeah. I know it's not, if mistakes can be made, but shit. That could have messed Those up someone's life. Not the ones that you want to be happening, seriously. That needs exactly. to be like double, triple checked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never had a problem going to the clinic or anything like that. I'm quite happy. Well, I think to... it's the most embarrassing thing ever. I absolutely hate going. Obviously, it shouldn't be embarrassing, but I just think, oh my God, who I might bump into. I have. Mm people that you know work in those places or could be working in those places on them days and I just think oh god if I bump into anyone this is just so awkward <clears throat> so from a young age I've always found it very uncomfortable <laughs> going there to the point where now I, I just get the package sent to my house and I repost that crap like I don't even go there yeah anymore. I know a lot of young people struggle with that and that is why they set up that system that you know get it sent to your home do your testing and send it back type thing because people weren't going and I mean some of the clinics that I've seen you see the queue outside and everyone's you're on the bus and you can see everyone in the queue and it's like oh is that Johnny there standing there (laughs) with his girlfriend itching (laughs) you know what I mean Um, 
So I can understand that stigma. Like they always do like word times as well. Like you can go and then you might get there and the the queue's too long. That's enough for the day. Um, Try again Mm -hmm. another day. We've got time for that. We're working people out here and no one's got time to be going backwards Mm -hmm. and forwards. Absolutely. Set up for failure. (laughs) (laughs) They want pregnancies. They want everything. Yeah, or they just want you to go to the chemist and buy your own condoms, really. Yeah, that too. Be more responsible, but you know. Yeah. So So in terms of contraception, oh I don't know how we keep on clashing each other. It's mad. It's like there's a delay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, good. Um, in terms of contraception, what's your thoughts on people stopping birth control, like in the middle of a relationship without telling their partner? I think that's wrong. It should be discussed. It should be discussed. I mean, I've, I've been in a position where I've wanted to have a child and it's I've wanted to have a child mm-hmm. and the other individual hasn't. And I, it is tempting just to do that. But realistically, you're starting on a bad path, aren't you? Because you're, you're starting well, on a bad path. you've been with the person for like a really long time. It doesn't, matter. It doesn't matter. You're starting You're starting a situation on a bad path because at the end of the day, you want to bring life into this world. So that's the intention, yeah? But you're doing it in deceit. So it's starting with a lie. That individual may have their reasons why they don't want to have a child that they may have a secret child out there already who knows what's going on for them but they they may not want to have a child for certain reasons and or they're not they're not ready because they feel you're immature and then you do something immature like that like that's it's dangerous it's dangerous to do that it, and it's it, I remember once wrong. I did hear a story of someone doing that like they just stopped taking their pill and they got pregnant mm. and they said to the person look I'm pregnant and Obviously, the person was happy. They'd been together for a while, but that situation could have went completely left. Like, it could have been a complete different thing altogether. Mm. Could have ended the relationship. One, there's, like, mm. there's trust issues in that. Like, what else would you do behind my back if you're willing to do that without a conversation? Yeah, I, if I was a male and I was in that position, I'd be pissed. Mm. And I don't know if I'd be able to forgive the person for being deceitful like that. Yeah, same. If that happened to me now, I'd be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I would knock someone's bloody lights out, mate. Exactly. I mean, I've, I've heard of men that have, like, you know, messed with women's contraception and stuff like that so that they can get pregnant. It goes both ways and stuff like that. I get it. But I just, I don't think it's nice. It's not a good way to hmm. start something Selfish. new. Mm-hmm. If you want something, it doesn't mean the other person wants it too. Exactly. And it, there could be a variety of reasons. I remember they, they, I remember when I was younger, guys would say things like, oh, um, I just want you to have my baby. And it's like, what do you mean you just want me to have your baby? Like, oh, yeah, it'd be nice. Your baby would have thick hair like yours and thick eyebrows and, and crazy things like that. And I'm like, do you think that's all that goes into making a baby? Please, I have someone that tells me that all the time, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying to them, I don't want to be number three, five, ten. Like it ain't happening. Mm. <laughs> Stop planning that for me. That is not happening. 
full exactly. stop. I, just, I, I don't understand why people come out with things like that. Like, what type of statement is that? And why, yeah, why do they think that's going to work? Why do men think by saying those things, a woman is going to go, oh, oh, ovary fluttering? I mean, it doesn't. It makes me feel sick, actually. It makes me feel literally sick. No, I do not want to be your baby mother because that's what you're trying to add me to the list of. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it's not flattering. It's fucking vile. Sorry. Exactly. Profanities. Yeah, I, I, I can't stand it. And then they'll, they'll be the first ones to be saying to you, mm, no, man, it don't feel good. I don't want to use it. I love the way you put on the Jamaican accent because we both know it has to be a Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but actually, I'm saying that I have had like English guys that have said, yeah, they don't want to use it because it don't feel right. Uh, yeah, and I don't want to feel like I've got whatever you've got junked up on your dick. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? You better put that shit on. I never have that conversation. I never have to have that conversation. I've been with people that have been absolutely fine with using something. My my baby conversation always comes out comes comes up outside of the sexual experience. Mm. Like it's like mid just a general conversation. This yeah. is what they want to happen. I don't know if that means you know come round on the weekend, but yeah, it ain't happening, bro. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how what what the what this does. I don't know what it ha- how it works in their heads. What it's meant to do to me, only God knows, but I don't think it does anything. I don't think it ever plays out how they expect it to play out. Yeah, that's it. They prey on the insecure people. They mm-hmm. they prey on the insecure people and hope that, you know, well, I don't even think they pray, they just use the shitty lines that they use. And <laughs> everyone, who, who I hope it all works for. Exactly. Anybody just try that. And it's like, are you fucking looking in my face? The best one I ever heard, right? The best line gone off contraception but the best line I ever heard was when a guy said to me oh my god you look good like with Rihanna I said what the fuck (laughs) and this is the thing I was in near London Bridge going about my business it's like let's say 9.30 in the morning right I'm at a bus stop and this man just walks up to me and he's like you're right it's me yeah I'm fine now he he looks he looks about 23 maybe and he oh says, my yeah. gosh carry on <laughs> yeah. and he's like yeah you look fine like rihanna i'm like which flipping part of me what my my, my, my pinky look fine like rihanna <laughs> yeah because i have nothing in common with rihanna do you know what i mean there's nothing it's not even complexion doesn't complexion height hair legs hips <laughs> nothing in common with Rihanna, yeah? But my man is out here saying, oh, you look good like Rihanna, that, that, that's gonna make me go, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, same line, and, same liner. And then he says to me, do you wanna come upstairs with me? My place is up there, you know? This is me, oh, it is like nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like, From, what are you on? Who, who the hell am I? And who the hell are you? 
Where you come from? <laughs> bring him. You know what I mean? Where the hell? My car was at the flipping bus stop. I just oh, came where out. Where was the bus situated? It was nicely situated <laughs> on the pavement, away from the curb. I was, I, listen, there was <laughs> nothing about the situation to make this man think that I may be out here as a sex worker. <laughs> and, he, and even that, I don't even think the man had any money to pay me. Well, well, maybe, he was, maybe he was working. Maybe he was working. You never uh-huh, know. You're right. You're right. You're right. Maybe that's what the situation was, but it definitely wasn't working on me because that was the shittest line I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so, but sorry to go off on a tangent completely right listen to this I was walking down the road it was dark outside and like me I can just about see people in the distance on a normal day yeah so this person's mm. coming towards me on a bike and I'm thinking oh do I know this person I had a bit of eye contact but not even too deep enough like I couldn't see them really they had a hat on all black clothing a bike and it's dark outside and as you know, in London, right about now, them streetlights ain't doing nothing for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> so this person rides by. I'm like, obviously, I don't know them. Okay, whatever. I keep on walking. Two twos. The person turns back and rides back next to me. He goes, you all right, auntie? I said, sorry. I am... The thing is, what didn't even make sense, yeah. It didn't even make sense. But I was just in so much shock. I was like, I am too young to be your auntie. Yeah. And I am too old for you to talk to me like that. How is a little boy? If he ever saw he looked like he was like, I would I would say in 19 would even be nice. He looked like he was 20, not 20, you know. He looked like he was like 17. Mm-hmm. You're right, auntie. How are you moving to someone and calling me auntie? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hilarious because you know, I... um, you know, here's that woman, Oprah. Oprah and her best friend, Wendy, Wendy, I don't know what her name is. I can't remember what her best friend's name is, right? Gloria or something like that. The two of them refuse to be called auntie they don't want to be called no one's auntie yeah because a lot of people kept saying oh auntie oprah right so this you is coming to up to you trying to use his charms on you and calls you auntie Auntie. <laughs> what are you sending me in the phone as auntie lauren like how does that work <laughs> no auntie lulu that would be auntie lulu <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe my... I was gobsmacked. Gobsmacked. <laughs> oh, dear. Like, this is why you don't make eye contact with people, you know, because see how these things get, nearly get you in trouble? It's for real. For real. And this moves... You see somebody ride the same paedophile. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? You get the mum, the mum will come in like, Do you know how old my child is? Do you know how old my child is? He's still in school. He's in year 11! <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I'm absolutely shocked. Who's Auntie, bruv? Not yours. One of you is Marie. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
hilarious. Sorry. Sorry to laugh at your expense, but I think it's hilarious both sides. Like, where was my man going with Rihanna? I was like, me and Rihanna have nothing in common. And you, auntie, that is hilarious. But yeah, it moves swiftly life, into right? the next thing. Lick Again, that moves us swiftly into the next subject of cuffing season and the, the things that people will do for this season. Woo! Well, I mean, we need to explain what cuffing season is. So cuffing season, there's a schedule of events that will happen between August and February in finding that mate so that you will find them during the scouting period, which is in August going forward and so you could find several people so if you're on a dating website you could meet someone um online or several people online and start dating them and then decide over the next couple of months who is the one that you want to settle down over the christmas period because obviously august is like all term full time when it's you know the temperatures are changing and you by Rain by the outside. time it comes to you want to lay down in your bed watch some netflix and chill let's say it how it is honey <laughs> exactly so it's, it's selecting that partner in that period of time so you spend the first month august online or hanging out and i think mainly online now because obviously everyone's not really You're gathering right. after 10 o'clock coronavirus you spend that time picking who you would like to settle down with and once you've got your top selection you start to break it down so if you've got a top five you start to break down the pros and cons of each of these individuals and then by the time it gets to like november early december you should have found that that match out of all of them so that you do spend the holiday period with them mm. and then obviously during that time from December through January you start to think mm, is this you know my boo who I want to spend more time with on a permanent basis and be looking forward to Valentine's Day in February so you decide it helps you break down who you were going to buy a Valentine's gift for in that period of time now before it had a label, this shit's been going on for years. Everyone's known about it because, I mean, most people, you know, like Hot Girl Summer, the whole point mm -hmm. is you're single, you're doing your shit, you're enjoying yourself with your girls. And then by, by autumn, you settle down, you start doing your studies, you, you start concentrating on life and having relationships and, you know, what you want. And, yeah, as you said, Netflix and chill. You want to just snuggle through the winter so it's just finding that mate it's this is just the nature's natural process with technology janking it up really yeah and guys but are the same I, mm -hmm. exactly everybody does it everybody does it my question to you is how is it going for you me have you got your selection yeah me options mm -hmm. honey i ain't got no damn options <laughs> <laughs> just me what i'm good 
so what happened to you and your internet dating oh gosh I don't know what I go through emotions highs and lows with the whole hinge thing like literally I'll be on it talking talking and then it'll just take one weekend of going out and I forget that I'm even on there and I can't even bother to swipe like the hinge the hinge app is on the last page of all my of all my apps so I don't ever swipe that far unless I get a notification that someone's messaged me or something or liked me or whatever liked my page so if I don't swipe I don't even remember that they're there right now it says 17 notifications I can't bring myself to look at it, it gives me anxiety <laughs> I don't know, I feel like, with me, I'm very funny. One minute, I'm like, oh, yeah, I just want the whole, you know, snuggles and whatever. And then the other times, I'm just like, I don't even care. I really don't care. As long as I've, you know, got certain needs covered, I'm just not even bothered. So, yeah, I, I have my highs and my lows. Um we'll see how October is because you know in the UK we see cuffing season a bit different I think to the US so cuffing season in the UK kind of starts from now when it gets real cold out here mm-hmm. and now when it's raining so really and truly man can be on the prey now and like <laughs> I can be scouting but I can tell you it's very hard in these COVID streets unless you're going to be looking at hinge which is kind of dear my head in because we have some people on there who are just like robots so what do you enjoy doing with your day how do you spend your hours and then you've got hours that are just average that are just like asking dumb questions or or you ask them a question and their response is just something stupid and it's just like oh crying out loud I can't be bothered with this so yeah it's it's pretty hard it's pretty hard out here what about yourself love are you looking to settle down with your you know thing no no I'm not um I think I have my similar struggles that I think that I want to settle down and I go oh it'd be really nice but then I'm so let's say independent I just like to do my own thing Mm. so they I'm not necessarily putting them in my forethoughts when I'm making plans I'm just busy making my plans to do whatever I'm doing and then it's like oh yeah there's that individual but do you think it's because you're like so used to being just you that you sort of like stuck in this selfish mental not selfish but it's a bit selfish <laughs> mentality selfish. Mm-hmm. and I agree but for me I'm like oh um I would I just get on with stuff and then if you're like oh I wanted to do and it's like oh well I've already booked myself to do something else and then I also like my own space as well and that's not even to say in a sense like oh I've been in my own too long that I want to have my own space I like my own space because I'm not a kind of tactile person yeah me too so that's not my love language I'm not that kind of tactile person so I don't need that all the time but I'm fine with sitting by myself like I don't need to be up in you all the time. Like, I need my own space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. And I do, I understand that, like, the whole thing of, like, coughing season, yeah, you do want to kind of have someone around because you're not going out as much in the winter and stuff like that. But I don't like the fact that it is literally pick up and drop off for the summer. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. 
that's what they kind of imply with it. It's like, oh yeah, we're, we're buddies all through the winter and snuggle together. And then summertime you go do your own thing. I'm good to do my own thing all the time. Do you know what I mean? We can meet up in between that. That's cool. <laughs> we don't need to have a season for that. We can just keep it going like that all the time. But then I find a lot of the guys that I'm attracted to are not are very tactile, need a lot of attention. They need a lot of affirmation. They need things that I'm not necessarily going to remember to do because I'm not like that. Yeah. So it becomes more of um, work instead of a, a, a nice little relationship happening. It becomes a, a job. Right. Mm. So I don't want it to feel like that. Yeah, it's not and enjoyable. It's like a teaching process, isn't it? Exactly. So that's why I just get all shit for myself. The thing is, I think I attract people that are very similar to myself. I'm attracted to people that are very similar to myself, so I don't really find that issue. But I do also get uh, the odd person that is like that. Um, but most of the time, people just get used to how I am because I'm very blunt. <laughs> I'm very straight to the point, you know, no love from day one. So, yeah. um, But I feel like some people find that quite attractive, actually. I mean, personally, I I think that, yeah, some guys do think that's attractive, but for me, um, I think people have this expectation that someone like myself, a single mum, over 30, probably desperate to settle down. Mm. So they'll make a big point of like, oh, yeah, that's what they they want they're looking for that they look and a lot of and it for me it's when they come out with things like oh someone to be at home with and cooking and uh, I didn't say I wanted to do that I can't stand doing those things I, I will do those things but don't think that's my role and assume that that's what I want to do so um I think with guys sometimes they become I think it's like a, oh, how can I put it? It's like a, a, mother, a, mom, a mother figure. Like they just want someone to replace <laughs> their parent, <laughs> to, to replace their mum, which is why they become dependent on all of that self-affirmation and stuff like that. Sometimes it's not even to replace their mum because they may not have even got on with their mum and they want someone that's different, but they've got this whole thing of what a woman should be like. So they may have had a really crazy mum that just wasn't there and supportive of them. And so they've got expectations that you're going to be supportive. You're going to do yeah, all these that's things all for them. It's going to be something that they never got there seeking for somewhere else. Yeah. And just general so as that, well, isn't it? Life issues and stuff like that. Like they seek for it in, in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because men always, like not all men, but a lot of men, they have this whole thing that all oh, your yeah, women are looking for that male role model, that like a father figure and things like that, if you, you were raised in a single family household and think, or you've, a woman's aspiration in a, in a, in a partner is, tends to be what their father is like. And that's not necessarily true. The thing is, that I think more communication needs to happen because I think that's where it gets a bit confused. <clears throat> and then you end up with, oh, it's over by February. Yeah, it's definitely like one of those things where 
people just um, do the most really quick. So you get comfortable with someone really quickly. Everything's fine because you're just like, you're basically friends with benefits. You're just doing basic stuff or not really exploring each other. You're just enjoying each other's company because there's literally no one else or nothing else to do. And then you get comfortable and then you come to realization. And that's all it is. And you realize that in February point, especially with Valentine's Day, you know, for you that love of Valentine's Day, even when I was in a relationship, I didn't want no friggin' Valentine's Day. Not interested in that. If you if you're gonna show me love only on that day, I'm not interested. Do you know what I mean? I for me it's easier if you are showing me interest at other times just randomly yeah or sharing love you know what I mean but not just yeah Valentine's Day that's the day I'm going to show you how much I care about you just show me all the time exactly like a little yeah. card I'm not complaining if I've got a card and some flowers but to me it's just not something the way people go oh my god dear Valentine's Day I booked off the whole weekend or da, 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 da. it's just mm-hmm. not that serious like it really isn't fair enough for you guys that's what you're living for but I ain't relationship or no relationship I ain't living for no Valentine's Day so yes yeah, so I think it gets to that point where people are just like mm, do I want to put this effort in especially because some girls do make a big thing of Valentine's Day so it's like mm, mm-hmm. do I want to effort in like okay birthday christmas is still early days so i can do something really small and it's just like we're friends and we're giving each other gifts but when it comes to valentine's day that's it that's it's official we're making it something and that is the realization moment is it the make exactly. or break so yeah. yeah and it puts a lot of pressure on the relationship because you know each individual has got to try and show their love on this particular date after they've been dating for a couple of months or, I mean, it could have been six months, but whichever way, it's not really, why put so much focus on such a day? It's, it's just too much. It's way too much. I mean, you could always, you know, take on, I think it's on um, February the 15th is side chick day. But oh my god, I thought you were trying to say Valentine's Day was February the, the 15th. I was like, no, sorry, fair enough, you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, but how could you not know? <laughs> no, I do know that. Well, my point is, like, because they've got this other day, this um, steak and blowjob day that is on the 14th of March, so Valentine's Day. Yeah, so Valentine's Day is meant to be for the women and mm-hmm. then March the 14th is meant to be for the men so they can have steak and blowjob because that's what it, what all men want, right? Right. What about what all women want? How do you know women don't want steak and blowjob? <laughs> Look, I'm not the card, co- well, it's not even a card companies that come with this crap. There's lots of different world days and Steak and Blowjob Day is on the 14th of March and the whole point is that men requested that they have a day. Good for them. Good for them. I don't see that card sending inside um, Clinton's, but cool. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you're not hearing of those cards being sold in in Clinton's because I don't think men have really put that much behind it but that's their whole thing that a month later is their month so really truly these guys that are doing their most during the cuffing season 
and finding this the, the the number one match they've now created for them to get um to get head on one particular day can you imagine if you're in a relationship with someone and the only day that they actually gave you head was on steak and blowjob day like no babes i don't do that but I'll do it for you that one day, okay? That's one special Look, day. I've got people that don't get any day, so they'll be happy with that one day. <laughs> but they're still not going to get any because they're not getting any already. Well, they don't know that. That day might let them get some, innit? I better tell them about it. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, so... Cuffing season, they say it ends at February, but really truly we now know it ends in March. So if the man don't get no head on steak and, steak and blowjob day, yep, it's over. It's over. You better start enjoying your hot girl summer again because if you forget the 14th of March, you're going to have some unhappy men out here. But yeah, that's it. Cuffing season's about. I hope to see Lauren enjoying that period of time I, hope I, I, can just, enjoy it too. I just hope that you know if I do enjoy it it lasts past the 14th of March <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll be tracking that with you okay we'll be you know yeah. keeping track each month how's it going in cuffing season girl might choose one of those dick pics from the um emails <laughs> yeah yeah I, I don't want to go into that again with that over over overzealous um self-promotion <laughs> last week at to the point that you know filling up our inbox with uh dick pics mm. thank you very much but we have been getting some good feedback from those that are trying out products at the moment yeah. can't wait to share them yes we will be putting them on our instagram page which is caught up in the rapture all one word rapture is spelled r-a-p-c-h-a <laughs> and um you'll be able to see the products and hear the reviews from individuals that have tried them but um that's it for this week please stay tuned for more saucy saturday from so you're gonna choose Leah. a song from the playlist love oh yeah i did actually choose a song i chose my song and it was maxwell okay um yeah maxwell it's got so many songs but there was one in particular so the song is called um submerge within the light or submerge one of the two by maxwell well we have to find it on the playlist yes i'll be putting it on our spotify playlist for other people to hear it and see what they think of it it's totally different from the first one i chose because i chose ying yang twins which was the whisper song whereas this is a lot sorry i said that was wild still yeah but then you know what it depends on the moment isn't it Sometimes you want something a bit buck wild and sometimes you want something very um, smooth and central. So my smooth and central is Submerge by Maxwell. Yeah, I'm going to search that after. So thank you guys for listening and 
We hope to see you back next week for another episode of Caught Up in the Rapture.